1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on to the fly ball to right field. Going back now, Smith. Smith's at the wall. Grand slam! Grand slam! Rosario with a huge homer, and the Braves take the lead. Wow. And he touches them all, and the Braves are on top, 8-5 to five in the ninth. Welcome back, guys, to the Braves Way podcast. And if that clip that I just played for you doesn't get you hyped, you might be dead because every fiber of my body right now is freaking... Mm, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like I can pick up a whole building. <clears throat> my adrenaline's rushing. My goosebumps are bumping. And I don't know what to say anymore besides Eddie freaking Rosario is the GOAT. Oh my gosh. If you guys didn't watch the game, what were you doing? I'll tell you what I was doing because I wasn't watching the game. I was dancing at my best friend's wedding. So unless you have a good excuse like I do, you should have been watching this game. You should have been watching this game. And I am so mad that I wasn't watching that game. But as soon as I sat down, had some time to watch the condensed highlights, I got freaking hyped. Eddie freaking Rosario. God bless. Looks like we're about to drop our second straight series in a row on this out west trip. Looking like the 2015-16 Braves where we couldn't win out west. But two outs in the ninth inning, bases loaded. Just like just like on Friday. I don't remember if the bases were loaded, but they were like first and second or something like that. And we were not, we were not able to do something. Yesterday, we were able to do something. Eddie Rosario hitting a grand slam. But let's get to that in a little bit. Let's go over the whole series step-by-step, out-by-out, hit-by-hit, and see what the Braves did to earn themselves a series win against a solid Diamondbacks team. Going into the series, the Diamondbacks had had identically the same record as the Braves. They had one win more than the Braves, actually. Which is shocking because the Diamondbacks, they're always the basement dwellers of the National League West. So I don't, I don't really know what's different about this year. All I know is they're, they're very solid this year, and I don't know if they're still leading the West out there, but they were. Uh, let's look it up. But the Diamondbacks are a solid team. Like that was not going to be a give me, a give me series, and you saw it there. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, right now they're tied for the NL West. So, Dimebacks, they're a very good team. And on Friday, we saw that. I mean, Friday, I think we could have won that game. But Friday's game looked like the Athletic Series all over again. And that was the only game I was able to watch of this series. So, watching that game kind of made me disappointed. And I was kind of not looking forward to the next two games. Because they just could not hit. We had no offense that game besides Eddie Rosario hitting two home runs. That was our only offense the whole the whole game. And we lost 3-2. to two, So, like, it doesn't look bad on paper. But when you're only offense. So, we had seven hits, which is pretty good. But we could only muster across two solo homers. What's up with that? So, that made me, that made me a little like, oh, crap. Our bats are still cold. I don't know what to do. But I think the Braves listened to my last episode for the monthly 
the May monthly awards where at the end of the episode I told them they need to get their bats going. They can't be cold for an extended period of time. And I think Saturday and Sunday they woke up their bats. They're like, all right, Carter, I got you. Let's throw our bats into the fire. Let's heat them up and let's freaking go. Because on Saturday they were able to beat the Diamondbacks 5-2. to two. Big help from... Um, I mean, Eddie Rosario, of course, because he was absolutely on fire this this series. Six hits, three of them being bombs, but also a big help from Ronald Acuna. He was 2-4-5 in Saturday's game with a massive, massive home run. I think that was the farthest home run I've seen hit in Chase Field because he hit it to that concourse out there in left center field. The concourse in left center field. Oh my god. If you guys haven't seen that homer, go watch it because like where he hit the ball, people do not hit the ball. I don't even think Paul Goldschmidt hit the ball out there when he was with the Diamondbacks. So the fact that Ronald Acuna was able to hit it to the concourse in Chase Field, that's no gimme. That is not no gimme right there. Freaking absolutely blasted that pitch. Blasted it over everything, to be honest. Every single thing. So that was a big reason why the Braves won Saturday's game. But another reason why they won Saturday's game, Spencer Strider. Showing up, showing out. Pitched six innings, only allowing three hits, two earned runs, and seven strikeouts. You know what, though? I think this is his first game all season. Every single start, I think he's had more than nine strikeouts besides Saturday's game. That's kind of disappointing to see, but he still threw solid, still threw lights out, and that's all that matters. So, Spencer Strider hoping the Braves over there win Saturday's game, and then yesterday's game. This is the game I want to get into. This is the game I want to talk about for years to come. Because Michael Soroka, not Mike Soroka anymore. I don't know why he doesn't want to be called Michael Soroka or Mike Soroka anymore. Probably because he's a new guy. When you're coming off of two Achilles, Achilles torn, whatever, like... You're looking to rejuvenate yourself. You're looking to come back and be the dominant pitcher you were before. So he was just like, Mike Soroka's done. He's dead. Now this is Michael Soroka time. So call me Michael Soroka. And I'll do it because I love you, Michael. I love you. So let's let's call you Michael. If you want to be called Michael, we'll call you Michael. And Soroka didn't have the best game i mean you got to give him some time to get settled in here he hasn't pitched in the majors in three years and to be honest he did not throw that well in this game but he's still getting his feet underneath him and he's still looking still looking to settle in and that's what we're trying to see he gave up around five runs uh on sunday's game but he gave up all those runs. It was 5-2, 5-3 heading in, heading in to the 7th seventh, seventh inning, 6th inning, which set up 
six innings, which set up for A.J. Smith Shaver to make his major league debut. He's been up on the Braves roster since the Oakland series, but he has not been able to pitch because Snickers been waiting to to win. We're either up by three or four runs or down by three or four runs, and we were down by two, three runs heading into the sixth, seventh inning when A.J. Smith, Xavier, got his debut in Chase Field, which was absolutely, like, great. A great, great, great outing. Great first outing for him. He went two, two and one-thirds scoreless innings with a strikeout, he becomes the second youngest pitcher in Atlanta history to debut this century. This century. So, that's pretty exciting. He is 20 years old. Guys, I am 20 years old. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? This kid is pitching in the major leagues, and I'm the same age as him, and I am just... <laughs> A, a podcast host <laughs> talking about him. You know how crazy that is? <laughs> Smith Shaver's fastball touched 97.1 and averaged 94.7 as he recorded three strikeouts during a two and one-thirds inning effort that was blemished only by an eighth inning walk. He had sit idly in the bullpen since being promoted on Tuesday and has entered facing a two-run deficit in the sixth. Snickers said Smith Shavier would have been used had Elena, Elena tied the game or taken the lead at that point. And then Michael Soroka said, I knew exactly what I was going to see. He goes out there and attacks. You can see he's a great competitor and athlete. He left it all out there. And you're probably wondering, like, why is Soroka speaking on, speaking on Smith Shavier's debut? Well, that's because Soroka and Smith Shavier kind of go back, to be honest, because... August 3rd, 2020 was when Soroka hit his, or tore his Achilles. And then he tore it again in 2021. So he's spent a lot of time rehabbing in the lower minor league systems where AJ has been pitching, making a name for himself, coming up, absolutely dominating. So Soroka has seen Chauver like a lot before. So he knows exactly, he knew exactly what, was going to happen when he went out there and Smith Shavier said he did too because he recorded saying it just doesn't feel real yet I'm waiting to get settled in a bit but I think this outing is going to help and I think this outing is going to help too because this 20 year old kid freaking leapfrogging through the minor league system coming up like absolutely mowing people down it's easy to get ahead of yourself saying this kid's going to be the next Next Spencer Strider. This kid's going to be the next. I don't really know any other comparisons just yet. So it's easy to get ahead of yourself. But it's also easy to say, yeah, this kid's not going to do anything. Number four prospect. He's he's probably going to come out there, going to give up ten runs, and then be sent back down. But we've seen it before. AA knows when to call up these guys. Uh, Snicker knows when to call up these guys. Uh, freaking Spencer Strider. Freaking Michael Harris. Freaking... Vaughn Grissom, right place, right time. Now, he's struggling a little bit now, but last year when I called him up, absolutely boomstick out of the 
freaking minor league system. So they know they they've seen this before, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But right now, it seems to be working out. A great solid outing. We'll see where he comes from here. He says he's just getting started. Obviously, he is just getting started. So it'll be excited to see. So I can't wait to see where that comes. See what becomes of AJ Smith Shavier because that was an exciting first outing and I can't wait to see him pitch more. But let's talk about a savvy veteran for a second, guys. Eddie Rosario. Eddie the man. Eddie freaking Rosario. Eddie Grand Salami Hidden Rosario. Absolutely on fire this past series, having six hits, which three of them were home runs. As I stated before, he hit two of those home runs in Friday's game. Only offense in the game. He went two for four in Saturday's game with one home run. Wait, sorry. No, no sorry. No home runs Saturday's game. I read the wrong stat. <laughs> two hits, one RBIs in Saturday's game. And then yesterday, being a hero, one for five with that grand slam to send the Braves home with a series win. And honestly, I thought we were going to lose that game. I just kept following along during the wedding on the the game day thing, seeing the pitches come in, strike after strikes, like Soroka giving up all those runs. I was like, oh. now we have to face the Mets losing two straight series. This is discouraging. Swing and a drive. High and deep. It is out of here. Grand slam. Yes, sir, Eddie Rosario. Yes, freaking sir. You know what? I love this Braves team because past years, time and time again, 7th, 8th, ninth inning, we're down. We find a way to come back. Scratch, fight, claw. Find a way to come back and pull games out of the jaws of defeat and win. And that's what I love to see. That's so much fun. Like, would I rather watch a team where they have an 8-5 to five lead and then end up losing? Or would I rather watch them come back? Or would I rather watch a blowout 12 to nothing, or a comeback victory? Now, for my heart, my heart's sake, I would like to say a blowout because then I might not have a chance of a heart attack. But it is so much more exciting, so much better for the game in baseball when you see these comeback victories. And that's exactly what we saw Sunday. And honestly, best moment of the season so far. That go-ahead grand slam, two outs in the ninth inning. Best, best, best moment so far in the season. You know what's, you know what's crazy? Was it 2021? Yes. Diamondback, after that Diamondbacks game, we, they had a team meeting, we were sucking, had a team meeting, came back out, and that's what turned our season around. Everyone talks about it, that team meeting in Arizona got the Braves back on track, got the Braves refocused, got them to the place they needed to be mentality-wise, and were able to come out and just play hair on fire. Was it, or was it last year? I think it was last year. I am, sorry, I'm not good with dates. Like, every season blends together. But they went to Arizona. They came out of the team meeting, and they were immediately back 
refocus. And I'm not saying they need that this year. I'm not saying they have to go into the dugout, go into the clubhouse, and absolutely chew each other out saying, What are you doing? We just, if they were to lose. But all of that to say, I think this will help the Braves like bats get going. I think it'll get their bats going, refocused. Because they scored eight runs in that game. They scored five runs in Saturday's game. So they scored 13 runs in the past two games. They've only scored like 10 runs in the past four games. So 13 runs past two games. 10 runs in the past four games. So I think this is going to refocus the Braves. I think this is going to get them on the hitting track that we need to see them. And I can't wait to see it because... I love seeing good hitting. <laughs> so that's a lot that I just said there, but that's what needs to be said. And I just wanted to thank Eddie Rosario for absolutely being a GOAT and absolutely reminding us of who you are and how great you are in a Braves uniform and how you're the NLCS freaking MVP. So... Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great week filled with Braves baseball, filled with joy, filled with happiness. Can't wait to talk to you guys Thursday. Can't wait to see you guys there. Hope you have a great week. Hope you have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Peace. The song that is my intro and my outro is Could Have Been Me by The Struts. And all copyright credits for this episode and all the other episodes from the Braveswake Podcast all go to Major League Baseball and the Atlanta Braves. All names, image, images, and likeness all go to the Braves and Major League Baseball. Go follow the Braves Way Podcast on Instagram and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you.